So I was out walking my dog this morning. It was a beautiful morning. Along the Hutt River, there's this walk that I do every morning, around the Hutt River, and I walk along one side and come back the other. The river was quite flat, reflecting the wonderful blue sky. A lot of bright greens, bright yellows in the light. And my dog ran ahead of me. My dog's an older dog. She's nine. She's an English pointer. Her name is May. And she's just quite lovely. She was bounding ahead of me with her nose down, that great sniffing nose of the pointer, picking up lots of messages from all the other dogs that do this, this loop in the morning. And as I watched her running ahead of me and pausing here and pausing there to pick up all the latest messages, I thought to myself, you know, this riverbank walk for May is kind of like her Twitter feed. She's scrolling through her Twitter and she's getting all the messages that all of her friends are sending, finding out what they've been up to. Usually what they've been up to is having a wee, but um, I guess that's pretty important news, pretty important news when you're a dog, in the same way that the news that we share to each other on our Twitter feeds is us putting out into the world what we think is important. And so I thought to myself, this podcast that I'm doing, this podcast right now is kind of like if my dog couldn't get out to the riverbank one day, but a really helpful dog padded its way along the streets and then sat outside our gate and then barked and barked over the fence so that our dog could listen and could hear what the news was, could hear exactly which trees had been marked that day with the scent of that dog's opinions on events in the world. And that's what I'm doing right now. This is Morg Reads His Own Tweets Out Loud. I'm Morg, and these are my tweets that I am reading out loud to you. This tweet comes from the 15th of June 2019. The question is not how can we help other people. The question is how can other people help themselves via policies that rely on magical thinking. That tweet is actually a quote from a link that I included in that tweet. The link is to a McSweeney's article, a McSweeney's piece titled Every Nimby's Speech at a Public Hearing. It's a pretty fantastic article. It made me laugh a whole bunch of times. It is highly relatable, and I definitely recommend it. And the response that I got to that tweet shows how popular it was. I picked up 12 likes and 11 retweets. People liked what McSweeney's had to say, but I can't take any credit for this one except the fact that I excerpted just the right sentence from that wonderful bit of writing. So I do recommend you check that one out. Look it up. Another bit of sharing that I did. Uh, this tweet was on the 16th of June. So much in this article. So many shocking details about how Māori were treated in the World War I era. Highly recommended read and that's sharing an Tangata article about um, what has happened in the World War I era in New Zealand. Um, there's a, an excerpt about Tuhoi soldiers coming home to find that almost half of their ancestral lands had been claimed by the crown. There's a lot of unpleasant stuff and there's a lot of stuff in there that I did not know. I thought I had at least a pretty fair grounding in some of the history of this country and, and the race relations that happened here, but there is still obviously much for me to learn and um, no doubt there will be things in there that you haven't encountered before as well unless you are very well studied in the topic. 
So that's another great piece of writing that I strongly recommend to any New Zealanders who are listening. I know there are a few New Zealanders among the fans of this podcast, so get stuck into it. Okay, every week, you know that I mention the Sunday Horrors. Sunday Horrors is watching a horror movie every Sunday night. The movies are all free to watch on YouTube, and I really enjoy getting down and watching them. This week, this weekend, we watched a the Omen from 1976. It's a bit of a famous film, and it's also very timely, as related in my tweet about it on the 16th of June. Get 20% more jokes in the Good Omens TV show by joining us to watch The Omen on YouTube. It's a Sunday Horrors NZ guarantee. So if you're interested in Good Omens, the Neil Gaiman slash Terry Pratchett joint that is rocking all over the place on uh, Prime, I think that one's available. Well, The Omen movie is the source of a lot of references that you will find in that material and it's a pretty fun flick in its own right it's a very good watch and it's a good time so if you didn't join us on that sunday night you might want to catch up with us or keep an eye out on this coming sunday for the next sunday horrors excitement more tv excitement just a couple of days ago as i record on the 17th of june i tweeted 20 minutes before the Wests hit NZ screens again, and I am ready. This was uh, about the return of Westside. Westside is a New Zealand television show about a criminal family in Auckland and some of the hijinks that they get up to in their lives. It's a fantastic bit of TV. I was very excited for its return, and I posted a follow-up tweet that was just great. No TV show in NZ history made with the sheer confidence of this one. And that tweet picked up one retweet and five likes. And among those liking it was none other than James Griffin, who might just happen to be one of the co-creators of Westside and its predecessor series, Outrageous Fortune. If you haven't come across these series um, because you're listening from overseas, I don't know how you're going to come across them because they are not terribly widely distributed outside New Zealand but I think it's basically the best TV that's ever been made in this country. It's um, operatic and it's funny and it's deeply felt and it's pacey as heck. I just think it's great, absolutely great. So strong, strong recommendation for you catching up on West Side. Still more uh, watching stuff referenced here but this time I'm talking about something that I went to see. This was the 17th of June at 11.45am, went to see West Side Story over the weekend. I still know all the words. Hashtag school show. And that's a reference to going to see the Opera Australia production of West Side Story, which came through Wellington, and also the fact that I was on stage in West Side Story when I was 11 years old, way back in the mists of time. But I can still tell you all of the things that I said way back then. So I tweeted a few more things about this. I was delighted to see the Opera Australia production of West Side Story carried on the fine tradition of the sign above docks looking nothing like skywriting, which always gives extra pathos to the moment when Tony asks, are you sure this looks like skywriting? It was a phenomenal show. Great to see that Jerome Robbins choreography, utterly timeless. And of course, I shed a tear at the end. Also great to see the audience maintain the fine tradition of all West Side Story audiences by breaking into laughter when the gunshot rings out at the climax. They always do. They always do. Also, another tweet. 
the Jets are clearly 100% the bad guys in West Side Story. If you don't root for the Sharks, you're wrong. Current West Side Story earworm stats. Tonight, narrowly beating, something's coming. No showing for America, even though it's the best song in the show. I guess best song does not equal earworm. And that's very true. My shower singing was heavily, heavily oriented towards tonight and something's coming in the days after that show. Um, America has not really had a had a look in since, unfortunately, even though it was a cracker on that stage. It was really, really good. And uh, based on my shower singing experience, this tweet, almost the end of my West Side Story tweet storm, Worst lyric in West Side Story is still, come on in, don't be shy, meet a guy, pull up a chair. They can't all be zingers. And that one got no likes. The end of my West Side Story tweet storm was a quick link to the announcement of Steven Spielberg's West Side Story cast and a return reference to the Jets and Sharks uh, division saying on the left baddies that's the that's the jets in the picture and on the right goodies and that's the sharks in the picture it's pretty obvious to me that the jets are pretty awful people and the sharks are pretty great people and if you don't acknowledge that you just need to sit down and watch that show again because West Side Story is great. Now we're almost at the end of my tweets but before we do that I'm going to read out a tweet that is not mine this tweet is from David Ritchie D. Ritchie on Twitter, and he says, a handy reference. Is this an MLM? And I want to highlight this because it has a link to a very, very handy online resource called Is This an MLM.com. MLM, of course, stands for multi-level marketing. And it's a reference to a kind of sales scheme where all of the profits don't accrue to the people doing all the work, but kind of work their way up the chain to those who are making the uh, decisions at the very top it's effectively a giant pyramid scheme and it's not very good but there are a lot of them at work in the world today so i very very strongly recommend you familiarize yourself with the mlm situation before you uh, come across um in your own life someone who's trying to tap you on the shoulder and uh, bring you into something that might lead to a very unpleasant situation um, families and friendships can be damaged by MLMs. So there's an online resource for you to look up. Is this an MLM.com? Thanks, David Ritchie, for finding that and sharing it to the world. All right. The end of my tweets for the week. The last one I'm going to be reading out. This one was on the 18th of June at 8.43pm. We all love Keanu Reeves. But at the end of Speed 1994, he should have hugged Sandra Bullock not kissed her. I will not be moved on this. And I followed up in previous tweet, I should have said pashed instead of kissed. Point remains. So my Keanu Reeves tweet got three likes, but my clarification about pashed instead of kissed came away with five likes, so I'm not quite sure what this says about the world. Um, I guess people like the word pashed a lot more than they like Keanu Reeves or care about Keanu Reeves and his pashing versus hugging decisions. Anyway, my position about the end of Speed, having an inappropriate kiss when it should really be a hug is something that 
I have held very strongly for a very long time. I remember arguing about it passionately on the online bulletin boards when I was at university. Some people who were on those boards with me and are listening to this podcast, I know you're out there amongst my um, multitudinous fandom, you might remember me uh, making this case about the hug movie that Speed should have been. And even though we all love Keanu, I think we uh, we need to hang on to that. We need to hang on to that. Now, I know I just said that that was the last tweet that I was going to share, but I actually was completely wrong because there are a couple more tweets that I made that I'm also going to share. So let's go really quickly. This is a bit of an unpleasant one, but it's actually great news. Uh, great news. Re Roseanne Liang's big break, Shadow in the Cloud. The producers renegotiated with Landis to have him removed as a producer and to allow for extensive rewrites by Roseanne Liang. He has not been on set and will not be involved in the film in any way, which is great. That's all about uh, Max Landis, who has finally, finally been uh, subjected to on-the-record accusations of inappropriate behaviour. Um, it's a, been a bit of an open secret, the kind of open secret that I, someone way down in Wellington, New Zealand, on the other side of the world, know very well what is said about him and the awful things that he has done. So I was very, very sad when it turned out that New Zealand wonderkind, Roseanne Liang, has um, got her big international break working on a movie that Max Landis was the writer and uh, originator of. So it's really nice to see that she has a chance of being able to get this um, big movie rolling without the Max Landis shadow coming over it too much. Um, cross fingers that that all works out for her because she is an incredible talent. If you haven't come across her amazing web series, Flat 3, definitely look that one up. And um, yeah, her whole filmography is, is just wonderful. There's short films, there's a feature. It's great, great stuff. Finally, genuinely finally, 21 hours ago, as I record, on the 19th of June, this definitely real email was sent to me by Attractive Woman, and then there's a little screenshot of a Gmail receipt where I received an email from someone, a sender known only as Attractive Woman, and Attractive Woman asked, how are you doing? So there you go. And then I followed that up with a second thought. To be fair, Attractive Woman would be a badass superhero name. I really think that that is indeed the case. So I think it's time to figure out the last thing that we do, of course, every week on the show, which is to decide what the tweet of the week is going to be. I think the tweet of the week has to be my accusation at West Side Story, the worst lyric in West Side Story, still being, come on in, don't be shy, meet a guy, pull up a chair, because that has bugged me since I was 11 years old, and it still bugs me now. So that's Tweet of the Week. Oh, I didn't do the music. Hmm. Okay, hang on, I'll do the music. Tweet of the Week. Worst lyric one. That's the one. Okay, so that's the end of my tweets for this week. Another week of exciting tweets read out loud for your edification and amusement. My name is Morgan Davey. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore Org. And I am looking forward to hearing from you all about what you're enjoying about the podcast and why you're still listening. I still don't understand it. I just don't understand why you're here. But I'm here too. And we're all in this together. A big, loving, happy family. We're the Jets. 
we're the sharks we're at the end of the end of the show when we've kind of shook hands and there's dead bodies everywhere but i think we've all learned an important lesson today i certainly have have a great week